Trav. Jake. I uh, I bit off more than I could chew. You did. I I talked of what? to you. I talked to you last week about uh, War of Dragons. Oh yeah. Did you did you take a peek at that at all? No, I I was actually going to, but then I couldn't remember what it was called or what it was about, so I didn't. Uh, <laughs> So I, I was way stoked on that, and I'm like, hey, dude, I'm going to really... I sat down, uh, like, last weekend, and uh, I thought, hey, man, I'm just going to watch a, a whole st- whole stock of... Uh, this was War the puppets, Dragon. the marionettes, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, the puppet show. And I was really excited about it, and I started watching it, and I think I told you, I, we talked about last week, like, the plot is, it, it's so much exposition. It is so <laughs> much about this providence and this temple, and... The importance of all of these constellations and gods and really trying to build the world. Very much so. I did not realize these are forty-five minute episodes. Oh wow. That's a long that's a long episode. And a twenty episode season. Oh wow. That's so, a big commitment. Boy, I and uh, I've sat down to watch it two or three times and I'll make it about fifteen minutes and be like, Okay, I'm full. There's no shame in watching something slowly. I'm watching Deadwood very slowly. Yeah. Sometimes 15 minutes at a time. You, uh, where are you at on Deadwood? Uh, same episode. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah, even I'd remember okay. what episode it is. I forgot. Have you gotten to Kristen Bell yet? No, okay. I have not. Okay. Nope. Just, uh, Kristen Bell is a sort of a, um, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a, it's a big tentpole thing in the show, just the Kristen Bell part of it. Is she only in it for a few episodes? Travis, I can't possibly say. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't even know she was in it, so she couldn't be in it for that long. I had forgotten that she was in it, so when I watched it again recently, I was like, oh. Well, I think back when I had watched it initially, uh, I would have had to have watched uh, Veronica Mars by then, but I don't know. I don't know. For some reason. Veronica Mars was like, what, 2005 ish? Something like that? I I don't know. I have no way to tell, Travis. Time and space are a mystery to me. There's a new season now. I do know that. I know. I kind of know that the 90s happened. Once it gets past that, it's just all the same year for the most part. Veronica Mars was very much a 90s show made in the 2000s. I want to go back. Um, I'm going to rope Gabe into watching Veronica Mars again with me. Veronica Mars is Buffy without uh, any supernatural. Uh, storyline it's just it's just a bunch of kids that try to solve a murder <laughs> it's it's scooby-doo without it's scooby-doo without it's scooby-doo but no one ever has foot to subs dresses the a, a dog as the frankenstein or anything <laughs> right. like that <laughs> or so, nobody can just nobody can make a sandwich that's easily like a foot and a half tall and then take the whole thing in their mouth at once although that would i'm i'm pretty sure that would get a lot of hits on on the internet yeah. if, if you could do that yeah they had I hear there are things like that on the internet, but I don't, I don't look too far into it. Travis. Anywho, we're live from the LTTP studio. Yep, studio. Late to the party studio. with Travis Tate. I'm Jake. Who's over there? I'm... Oh, crap. I should have wrote it down. Uh, Travis Tate. That's man, it. That's good it. man. So, yeah, War on Dragons. Boy, you're going to get slow. You're going to get... You're gonna More like War on drip, Consciousness. Drip, 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 <laughs> little drip updates. I mean... The, Does the, it make you sleepy? It doesn't make me sleepy. It just makes me feel full. Just at some point, I'm like, I can't, I can't focus on what and this is okay. anymore. That's okay. I'm full of, of War on Dragons exposition. Does it make your hands tired just thinking about the marionettes for 45 minutes? Well, I, I guess mar- marionette is probably... I don't know what you would classify it as. It's like Thunderbirds Puppets is about as close as I get to it. I don't know I think if that that's a marionette. marionette. I think so. 
It's not it's not like stop motion or anything. They're moving. That's the thing is in I, time, right? At the very least, the fights. There, there's no way that the fights are based on people actually manipulating them real time. I don't think oh, the really? fights are very fast. Ah. So maybe they're just swinging them around. And I've honestly, I've only seen <laughs> one or two of the fights. It, it's. I should uh, I I maybe for next uh, episode along with the five more minutes that I'll be able to watch before my brain gets full I'll uh, I'll see if I can look up some stuff and find out more about the production on five it. Five minutes is five minutes. You can only so, do what you can do. So that's what I've the, been told. But man, but but I mean, even think about that. Even stop motion animation. Think of an animated thing that's twenty episodes of like forty five to hour long episodes. I mean, that's most series in that's America. That's big. No, yeah. but you, I mean a lot of a lot of shows are like that. Right. But I'm talking about. I, I, can you think of any animated shows that are 45 minute episodes? Is let it alone dubbed? 20? No, no. So it's all subtitles. So you've got to read it, and while you watch it, the the language that it's in. They couldn't have just dubbed it. It's not like you even have to like match it up very well. I don't know, man. I, They're marionettes. I don't know what the. <laughs> I don't know what work like what it takes to pay to get things like Netflix getting the rights to this. Being able to say like, okay, you know, we've got the rights to it. No, are, are you going to pay to dub it? Like, no, we can't even. I, All you need is a script and somebody to read it. Do you see uh, that Tuca and Birdie's not getting renewed? I don't even know what I that saw is that today. It's one of their animated. It's it's it seems it's kind of BoJack adjacent, kind of. It's you uh, know, bird bird girls. I have never seen BoJack. Not BoJack, one episode. BoJack is a really 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 good show about depression. Ah, uh, okay. It is not, in my opinion, I do not find it funny super often. <laughs> At least when it's when it's actually writing jokes, it's not as funny. All right, solve this controversy: BoJack Horseman or BoJack Horseman? Ooh, I'm gonna say BoJack Horseman because I always find it I always find it funnier when like like people refer to Spider Man as Mr. Spiderman. Spiderman? Yes. So I thought it was funny it. like 15 years ago. It kind of doesn't get old for me. <laughs> really? It kind of doesn't get old. Things get old for me pretty quick. Like, uh, it's the it's July 24th in Utah right now, which is known as Pioneer Day. And I'll tell you what, Pie and Beer Day, not funny. Never been to it a single time, so I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I made a little uh, goal for myself. I was going to snooze for 30 days everybody that made a post about Pie and, Deer, Pie and Beer Day. Pie Just, and Deer Day? Yeah, Pie and Deer Day would at least be new. I just get sick when somebody like, oh, that's so funny. I'm going to do that, too. It's just be original. Come up with something. It's like May the 4th. Like pie and deer day. I snooze people on May the 4th, too. Like, all right, snooze. Bloop. You know. I, snooze for 30 days is a great thing. <laughs> okay. It really is. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've, I've aged out of those things. I... I look back on my youth and think and think about something like a say May the Fourth and be like, I mean, at least I was finding something. At least I had a reason to go out and do something. We can't all be local stand-up comedians, Trav. I know. have a reason to go places all the time. But it, it bothers me. So the nicest thing I could possibly do, I'm not gonna like get on their page and go, you're no. I'll just snooze for thirty days. They don't even know. Seems fine. Yeah, I'm sure people snooze me for thirty days whenever <laughs> I try to promote a show. Never. I don't blame them. Yeah, somebody's. You've done it. I could no. tell. I could tell. No, no, I share. Your, I could tell by I that. Share a lot of your, I know. Uh, I'm just messing with you. I share a lot of your promos. I'm just messing with you. Be like that. 
So, uh, San Diego Comic-Con is on, and as far as I can tell, only Marvel seemed to have announced to announce anything. Yeah, they announced quite a bit, actually. Maybe I wasn't paying a ton of attention. You were mentioning that, uh, I mean, let, let's do the DC thing that, that you had, had spoken about. Uh, most, most of the DC stuff is revolving around the Arrowverse, the Crisis on Infinite Earths, that is, it's going to wrap up the actual Arrow series. Oh, yeah? Like the Flash, Batwoman, or yeah, Batwoman, and uh, I don't know the status of like uh, Le- uh, Legends of Tomorrow if that's going to be around still. I would assume it is, but I don't know for sure. Uh, Supergirl, all that, but they're all going to blend together and they're going to close out the the Arrow TV show. And the, the speculation is that uh, Oliver Queen's going to die because uh, I can't remember the character's name, but the character basically told him. You're gonna die. So oh, everybody's okay. kind of assuming that. But there's some weird stuff they're they're working in. Uh, Burt Ward is gonna be in it in some capacity. <laughs> maybe maybe okay. just for a second. Who knows? Maybe he'll actually play a just part. Kind of I don't know. Maybe how does Burt Ward necessarily fit into the Arrowverse? <laughs> well, what, you know, this is Robin, right? Yeah, this yeah. is Robin Wright, right? Robin Wright, Pin. Oh, oof. oh. Uh, so he, I don't know how he's going to work into it, but they're bringing back Brandon Routh to play Superman. And Brandon Routh is on Legends of Tomorrow as uh, Ray Parker, the Atom. Ray Parker Jr.? Not Ray Parker Jr., Ray Parker Parker. Oh. Ray Parker Penn. Penn and Teller. Ray Parker Wright Penn. We've got a we've got a Doug Loves Movies game going now. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, so I mean, it'll be interesting, but I think Brandon Routh playing Superman is going to be cool because I... I was fine with him as Superman. Not a great movie, but I thought he did a yeah. good job in yeah, Superman I guess Returns. He was okay, Superman Returns is Superman Returns was kind of the first. We can't figure out what to do a Superman movie. Mm-hmm. Superman Superman Returns uh, begins on a hard, like Superman just left. I mean, it was a Zack Snyder thing, so all the Zack Snyder Travis, stuff. Travis, release the Snyder cut. Come on, man. Oh, no, it wasn't Zack Snyder. It no? was, uh, it, oh, what was Brian Singer. The it was guy? Brian Singer. I, for some reason, get those two mixed up in my head, too, which is bad. Because I'm glad I'm not the them, only one. One of them makes bad movies. One of them is just Makes bad, bad. decisions. <laughs> yeah. Can I tell you about somebody that I get mixed up in my head? I don't know. Speaking <laughs> of directors, yesterday I realized... I've been thinking Lee Daniels and Tyler Perry were the same person. <laughs> uh, who? Where do I know Lee Daniels from? I Lee Daniels, Tyler. the butler. For some reason, I always thought it was Tyler Perry. Oh. I don't know why. Okay. In my head, I put them together just like we put Brian Singer and Zack Snyder together. Just It's just a jumble. Yeah, it's just a jumble. It's a director thing, I, I guess. I don't know. I think I got what I got out James of... James Cameron, Cameron Crowe. Who knows who's... I can't tell the difference. Cameron Fry? Yeah. Yeah, James Cameron, uh, somebody LeBron James. I can't tell anybody apart anymore. LeBron James Cameron. Le- LeBron James Cameron Crow. <sighs> we could go on. We could, but I don't want to. You know who the big hero was in Superman Returns? Cyclops was the big hero in Superman Returns. James Marsden. That was kind. That was kind of one of the things I remember coming out of Superman Returns. One of the big memories was Superman's a deadbeat dad and. James Marsden was kind of more heroic coming out of the movie than Superman. Is he a deadbeat dad if he didn't know the kid existed? Did he? Uh, I'm pretty I sure he didn't. I'm pretty sure he didn't know the kid was existed, and then he put together that it was his son. 
when he got back. I don't think he knew that she was pregnant when he left Earth. Did, so I don't think he's a deadbeat dad. I <laughs> I think you, you have to know the kid like exists. It sounds like you remember Superman Returns uh, better than me. Uh, also, the, the movie stacked with bad people. The, the Kevin, Kevin Space, Spacey, Spacey and vehicle. Brian Singer. Oof. Wow. Oh I bet the the parties were were something else there. I I can only imagine. But yeah, um, why did he le- he left I, Earth to check on Krypton or something like that? I can't remember. Yeah. I can't remember why. It was. I just know Kevin Spacey was actually scarier than Lex Luthor. If you think about it, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, Lex Luthor is one of those bad guys that's supposed to be down at the end of the day. He just. He just ca- he cares about Earth the same way that Superman does, sort of. He just way much more wants the credit for it. Yeah. So fair enough. I don't know. Stories so that's go up what, and down with that. That's stuff. what we got going with Infinite Earths. Hopefully, they don't bring Kev- uh, Kevin Spacey back as Les- Lex Luthor. So hopefully not. I don't think <laughs> I don't think we're gonna be. Boy, do you think we're gonna be seeing Kevin Spacey ever? Maybe again they'll bring movies? Kevin Pollock instead. I Kevin Pollock is. <laughs> You know what? You said that in jest, but I would totally be up for a Kevin Pollock Lex Luthor. Just I would for too. Fun. Yeah, it could be fun. Those I like are, Kevin Pollock. That's what's great when you get like multiverse or what if stories is you can do a dumb thing like that and say, well, we're just going to do it for one episode. Just have fun. Right. It's just compiling all of the different Earths and all of the different layers. So that it's going to be a Travis, Superman you, from you, a Earth. You have comedy connections. I think you need to push the. Uh, Kevin Pollock, Lex Luthor. I met narrative. Kevin Pollock. He was nice enough. I, see, I don't think he would was super happy about <laughs> meeting people, but <laughs> he was polite. He seems like a he would be a polite guy. Yeah, he was polite. So Trev, he wasn't like you must reconnect exuberant. with him. You must reconnect with him because we have a very nice job for him. I don't know how much stand up he's actually doing right now. I have not checked in on Kevin Pollock. His his like, somebody check on Kevin Pollock. His podcast has done fairly well for him, hasn't right. it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I I also I don't know if it's even still going. I haven't. I just haven't checked in on Kevin Pollock in a long time. I haven't either. He Kevin was Pollock, on the okay. marvelous Miss Maisel. Well, then he's probably okay. Yeah, he's he's doing well on there. He's getting some of that Amazon Prime money. You mentioned what if. Do we, do we just want to go to the Marvel payload then? I say we just get right into this Marvel Phase 4 stuff. It's it's a do you lot. Want to go, do you want to go kind of in the order, or do you want to just bounce around to what you want to talk about? Uh, let's go in order. Why don't we go in order? Then first up is Black Widow. Black Widow. Notable that I guess Taskmaster is going to be the villain in it. Yeah, I think that's going to be cool. I hope he's okay, got the mask. That. Yeah, it's gonna. I can't they remember. They, it's gonna take place between, like, after. It says in this article. Uh, I'll look at it real Civil quick. War, I think. Yeah, it's after Civil War. Uh, a character Yelena Belova is gonna be in it. That's sort of Black Widow tangent. That I don't know, but yeah, Taskmaster is gonna be kind of the villain. It's gonna. We're going to. I'm just gonna speculate, Trav. We're all gonna be disappointed when we find out what happened in Budapest. <laughs> that's been the gag for all these movies it's not gonna be that good it's gonna be a flat tire or uh it's they, gonna they got they got food poisoning you know it's gonna be darth vader's lineage or what have you it's gonna be the thing that like man i really do want what happened in budapest like that oh it wasn't really it was just fine they bought wacky sunglasses together yeah yeah <laughs> They, uh, they went to Budapest, and some rich guy that they were keeping an eye on died, and they had to spend the rest of the weekend pretending that he was alive. 
Weekend at Budapest. Weekend at Budapest. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> His name was Bernie, oddly enough. Yeah. So I... Not a ton out there, but Black Widow's coming up pretty soon. So, hey, check it. It's the what? May, it's May 1st of next year, so that could be cool. The Kind of the next one coming up that I, boy, I don't, I know almost nothing about is Eternals. Oh, you're not you're not including the Disney Plus stuff then. Is it that was list. the next one on the list? Let me look at I think the the, the, the very oh, yeah, next the one. Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier, which Baron Zemo is going to be the bad guy. That sounds cool. And it's I'm the guy that, that was Baron Zemo in Civil War. Yeah, they I guess there were pictures of him with the with the weird like Baron Zemo Is there a picture? Is, I didn't see the picture. I didn't look too close. I think it was one of those like somebody took a picture at Comic-Con so it's really dark and you can't see it very well, but they got that weird like like Baron Zemo has like a beanie, but it's all the way down over his face. So I had a Baron Zemo action figure when I was a kid. It was from the Secret Wars line. So let me ask you: Was it the one where it's like it's like form fitting, or was it just like he had a like like uh, that character from Fat Albert Kids? No, it wasn't like that. This was form fitting. It was purple. It had like black uh, vertical stripes on it, Ooh. and then he had this white fur circle going yeah, around he, he, like his forehead he, wear, he wears kind of like a crown it was like a sweatband and then it had these little yellow things on over the ears and i i don't know what it was but that action figure i always thought was really cool it was dr doom then baron zemo they were my favorite action figures then nice. you get falcon was cool because it had wings that spread out and stuff like that but I, I don't know baron zemo i always thought was cool it was it's a ridiculous costume yes oh it, it absolutely is i'm not super up on like zemo he always to me was like like red skull jr just in my head kind of yeah you know i don't know how he's in the uh did you ever watch the avengers cartoon i don't know man he's really good with a sword he sword fights in yeah that. yeah it, it's a fun it's a fun cartoon Give it a go, huh? Give it a go. Yeah, I'm up for those are two those are two actors that I like playing two characters that I, I think I think are fun to watch. I do wonder the idea of them having a burgeoning friendship sounds kinda of right. cool. But they We're, still call it the Falcon in Winter Soldier, where the Falcon has been given the mantle of Captain America. So is this gonna take place before I, I game happened or the the logo has the Captain America shield. Right. So. That's what makes me wonder. Is he just gonna be he's gonna dress like Captain America and have the shield but still use the wings and call himself the Falcon? You know, because that's his identity. If I we're guess. gonna be purely speculative, you know, um Bucky has been a Captain America. Maybe it's gonna go back and forth. Maybe it's just a matter of you know, he's been given the mantle of Captain America, but he is he is the Falcon at its core. Is it Falcon America? That I think that that's the that's the slang term for it, but you know, Falcon America. Regardless, I'm I'm up for it. <laughs> I'm up for. It. I mean, if Zemo is going to be in it, then it, if Zemo is going to be the bad guy, then kind of it has to be post because uh, Zemo's been locked up. Yeah, but he I'm sure he escapes somehow. Villains tend to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. They find their way out of a sticky situation. What's uh, next on your list? Next on my list is Eternals. You were yeah, I, about to bring up. I, Eternals is just a, a huge blind spot in my Marvel knowledge. I don't know much about it except that Angelina Jolie's in it. There's other people that I can't think of right now that are famous that are uh, in it. Kumail's going to be in it. All right, Kumail. Uh, it, it could either be huge or it could just tank. I don't know. 
I think this is going to be kind. Of, this can be very different. I think this is their Guardians of Phase Four of like. Nobody, nobody's heard of this. We're do you think it's going to be serious or funny or I don't, I don't know. I like I said, I don't know. The Eternals, from what I understand, the Eternals are kind of gods, cosmic gods. So so is Thor. So it's not completely, you know, they're they're Norse gods. It's a you know what? It's a uh, it's a serious looking font. Yeah, it looks like it's <laughs> going to be serious, but who knows? And Angelina Jolie's in it, and. She seems to take herself pretty seriously. I, I, she was all right as Laura Croft. She had some some comedic uh, situations in there she was good at. Yeah. I thought you she know. was a good Tomb Raider. I'm, hey, look, man, I'm interested. I'm interested to see what it is. It's kind of it's strange to be in a position where this is something that I just don't know what it is. Stumped at last. What do you got next? Uh, for me, I'm looking at Shang-Chi Shang and the Legend Chi. of the Ten Rings. Apparently, the real Mandarin is going to be in this. Which I think is going to be cool. Played by Tony Leung. Leung? Yeah, I think and it's going to be fun. Sorry about my pronunciation. Don't you want to see a Marvel Kung Fu movie? I do. No, I'm, I'm very interested. This is making up for Iron Fist, I think. <laughs> like, sorry, everybody. Sorry, we... <laughs> We're going to do we it really, right. We really dropped the ball on this one. No, this looks cool. I mean, the Ten Rings, the whole the whole lore behind that, and the real Mandarin should be cool. Yeah, yeah, and the, yeah, and uh, but yeah, like a make ride on the Mandarin thing and making it not a bad stereotype. But figure, hopefully, I have to assume they're not going to make it a bad stereotype. So we'll we'll Who see. Who knows? I don't think they will. I think they're they're smarter than that. You, you, looking at, you looking at WandaVision? WandaVision. WandaVision, I am particularly interested in. It's got the Frigidaire font. Yes, it does. <laughs> I think Vision is coming back. I think so, too. Somehow. Uh, She's the, magic, you know. There is going to be someone playing Mo- playing Monica Rambeau, like grown-up Monica Rambeau in it. Yep, I saw that. So we're going to get Spectrum, which is awesome. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> the thing about WandaVision is... It's going to lead into, because it's uh, spring of 2021 and coming out May 7th of 2021, which the movie is also going to have uh, Wanda Maximoff in it, is... Talking about the Doctor Strange one? Doctor Strange. I am really interested in that because it, I'm hearing it's supposed to be kind of a scary movie. Yeah, it's going to be a horror movie. It's the multiverse of madness. Yeah, and, and it's going to be playing around with multiverse stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna put five on it that they go to the Marvel Zombies universe briefly. If Ooh. which hey, have you ever read any of that Marvel Zombie stuff? Uh, I think like ten years ago or something it, like that. It's yeah, pretty. I mean, I I remember little bits of it. It's pretty raw. It's pretty rough. Pretty gritty. Pretty gritty. Pretty gritty. But uh, I think they'll bring back some of the actual. Like, think they can get Chris Evans to be Captain America in Marvel Zombies or RDJ? Who's to say? Be interesting. Is that a 2020 movie? That is 2021. Oh, 2021. Hey, man, they got plenty of time to get them on board. 2020 is it's got Black Widow, <clears throat> Falcon, and Winter Soldier, and Eternals. 2021. 2020 is, is surprisingly else. bare for Marvel stuff. Right, but I think it's also a reset. I think. People probably need some time. Do you think they're slowing down? Yeah, because, I mean, Spider-Man was, was good, but it wasn't what I think it would have been if it hadn't followed Endgame by a month. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? I think it, I think people need an, to recharge that battery. It was also an epilogue to yeah to Endgame. It was. I think, but I think it was strategic that they left this much time in you, between. You've seen it, and I haven't. How much of it is? How much of a is a, the function of it that it's kind of an epilogue to Endgame? Is that a large part of it, or is it? It's basically the entire movie is dedicated to Tony Stark. Yeah. So maybe basically, maybe that I guess I don't the know. The villains are all rooted from Tony Stark. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man, every decision Spider-Man makes, it's based on what would Mr. Stark do. Yeah, I saw... It's I got s- Happy Hogan in it, Favreau is... I saw a little picture going over the ages of, like, a distressing amount of the villains in the Marvel Cinematic Universe were based on Tony Stark was a real dick to me once. <laughs> <laughs> Just like real life. Yep. Doesn't pay to be a rich billionaire playboy but yeah wandavision and the wandavision i'm pretty interested in especially that multiverse of madness i'm really interested in seeing what that i is. think it's cool that they're using these to tie in together i, I think that's really going to be cool you think that it's going to lead right in do you think there's any chance multiverse of madness might be r-rated or you think they're just going to i don't think so pg-13 yeah i don't think they're going to do that i think if you're going to make an r-rated movie at this point you're gonna do it with deadpool or something i don't How? think you're gonna do it with dr strange so kind of in that realm because i'm when they say it's gonna be kind of a horror movie i'm i'm pretty skeptical that marvel is gonna make it real scary because they're at the end of the day they're gonna want kids to come see it right i mean it's gonna be a horror movie but it's not gonna be gremlins like, is it gonna be gremlins yeah gremlins is scary dark crystal was scary yeah. you know you can make a scary movie without making it that like super scary, gory and bloody scary, and stuff like that. Movie. Yeah. yeah. You just they're going to be in peril, they're going to be chased by scary monsters or something. Yeah. There's gonna, probably going to be a lot of jump scares in it. Hmm. Well, yeah. I, I bet there's going to be magic. Again, I'm super interested to see what it is. I think Doctor Strange with Scarlet Witch makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I put that the magic also, people together. Today was the first uh, the first point that I heard the the, the Scarlet Witch character is going to be in it, in it, and I'm I'm interested to see how they're going to link that up and how they're going to make that a compelling part of it. Didn't they say in <clears throat> Endgame that uh, Scarlet Witch is actually probably the most powerful? Well, that's I person mean, that's, in the Marvel universe. That's a Marvel lore type thing. Okay. That Scarlet Witch is one of one of the very top tier like powerful people like she doesn't even know how powerful she is right now in that in that regard i mean if they're gonna follow marvel lore a large part of wanda maximoff's lore is she's pretty mentally unstable and that's one of the scary you know everyone's she is top level powerful and everyone's very afraid of her that you you ever you ever read any of the house of m stuff mm-hmm House of M was a whole, uh, Wanda Maximoff had a, uh, was it? No, it wasn't that. Uh, there was something that she, she had a, a real bad meltdown over She something. had a bad day. She just kind of broke on something and whispered no more mutants and they went into a, there was a long stretch where there was something like only three or four hundred mutants in the world for a while. Wow. Then House of M, she got manipulated into making like a a future where, or just a a dimension or a reality where uh, uh, Magneto was like that family was the ruling class and mutants were the ruling class over the humans rather than the other way around. 
So I wonder how they're gonna work Monica Rambo into it. What is Spectrum? Well, she's gonna be. What is Spectrum's abilities? Basically, the same as. Um, they're light based. They're light based. Light based. Like she does become uh, Ms. Marvel, right? That yeah, she's she's a Ms. Marvel, or no no, she's a. Well, yeah, I think she's a Ms. Marvel in the comics. Eventually, I I found out about her uh, after that. I found out about her in a really cool series called Next Wave Agents of Hate. That's a, a parody comic. It's it's really funny, and she talks about her old days in the Avengers and about how, you know, like they never really gave her very much respect. She's always she's always kind of bragging about that she was in the Avengers, but they'll have flashbacks where she hated being in the Avengers because <laughs> all the men treated her like crap. Yeah. It's a really funny book, and that that take on her, that take on her in particular, kind of established what the sort of like audience canon was for her. She. Uh, Next Wave was like a miniseries, and I think it was sometime after that she sort of got folded back into the the 616. She got brought back in, but brought back in in not a very respectful way for a character of color, I thought. And it was it, it got bumped up against pretty hard, and they kind of retrofitted it back to the character that more like how she was in the Agents of Hate. I wonder if she's going to get worked into the Doctor Strange movie. If her ability is light, it's entirely. You think possible. light fight fighting whatever the scary thing is makes sense. You but know? it's a it's a character I like a lot, and I I hope that they they do it some some justice. I think if they're gonna work her into the series, and then they're gonna work uh, Wanda into Doctor Strange, <laughs> she could show up. I would love to there. see a, a next wave movie, but I think that one's a little too little too wacky. I hope they make her like an adult Erica from Stranger Things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't care about your magic. Okay. <laughs> That'd be funny. Get your wavy hands out of my face, Doctor Strange. So next up, with the easily worst font on the board. Speaking of magic, that Loki logo <laughs> is bad. Yeah. It, Why is it like that? I don't know. It looks like a like a 1997 uh, PlayStation game. It looks font. like it looks like a ransom note. <laughs> It looks like, hey, we have Loki, and to make sure you didn't recognize our handwriting, we took runes off of a bunch of walls and made a note out of it. I hope this series is Loki as an effect of what happened in Endgame when they went back in time, yeah, and it created think, a new timeline You would think where he's got doing. the cosmic cube now, and he's <laughs> he can play around with that a little. It's a little bit of a bummer that... that it's like evil quantum leap. It's a little <laughs> bit of a bummer that... Uh, for, for lack of better words, I'm just going to start referring to the the regular Marvel Cinematic Universe as their 616. It's a bummer that the the cinematic 616 Loki is super dead, apparently. Except for the the new timeline, Loki. Y- yeah, but that's that's because he he exists out there somewhere in a new timeline. Yeah, that's not him. But it's the same thing of saying like 616 cinematic Thanos. He just won. He di- he died like having completely won. The one that they defeated has no. He doesn't even know who any of them are. Hmm. Interesting. So, it. I mean, we'll see how they treat it. In in my head, canon, it was kind of an empty victory because, you know, with all the misery that Thor had, he didn't kill the Thanos that killed all those Asgardians. He killed one that never met him. No, he. <sighs> 
No, that's true. Because well, I mean, I guess he killed them. Technically, he killed them both. I mean, because it's it's Thanos from Guardians of the Galaxy time, right? He cut off. I mean, he cut off Thanos's head, who killed all those Asgardians. But that was what led to the best Thor. But the one that they defeated, the one that they defeated, basically knew uh, Nebula and uh, uh, Gamora, and those were the only people he knew. Hmm. I guess I didn't think of that. But he's still, I mean, he's still got the power to, even without the, all of the, the stones, I mean, they were in, in trouble, you know, like he could have beat them realistically yeah. before everybody else showed back up. Without, we, yeah. Captain Marvel was the only one that could really. But even she got chucked aside. She got chucked it wasn't aside until every, he, used, he used the power stone and punched her with it. But it wasn't until everybody started showing up in portals. Because yeah. Doctor Strange oh, yeah. showed up and started bringing everybody back, that's when that's when the tide turned. Yeah. So even Captain Marvel showing up, there was there was a a moment or two where you're like, okay, Captain Marvel's going to beat him now. But even then, you know, she got she got her butt whooped too by so Thanos. Like, so and so that's to say, the Loki, if they're going based on what is the six one six Thanos or Thanos. They're all Thanos. We'll say Thanos. Travis, they're all Thanos. Thanos got his head cut off by Thor. Thanos died later in Endgame. All right, I'll <laughs> Travis. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this one. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying is, and I guess they'll they'll have to write it this way. The Loki that's the new timeline never became a good Loki. True. That is true. Like the because he didn't really become good till kind of the end of the one you never saw. The, yeah, uh, I was gonna say I don't know that, but you know all the sort Thor of two. all the character arc that they have of re- reconnecting his brothers, kind of in Ragnarok, and him sacrificing himself. That that guy doesn't exist. Yeah, that guy is a million percent dead. That's true. It's just bad Loki now. Mischievous Loki. Yeah. All right. Which isn't necessarily bad. Maybe they're going to do girl Loki, you know, the time when Loki's been a woman with that. Perhaps. Yeah, you never know. So what about, speaking of perhaps, what about what if? What if uh, I am, I'm, I love these kind of tales. I kind of wish it wasn't animated, but it would be such a huge production. Oh my gosh. They are bringing back as many actors as they can to do the voices, Mm -hmm. which is cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That would be so much money and so impossible schedule wise to, to bring people back for, uh, I love Jeffrey Wright, uh, voicing the watcher. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I think that's going to be kind of the host, the watcher. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know it's, even if just some of them would be live action. I don't need it live. There's, there's going to be so much other live animated. action. I like I like classic animation. Marvel's animated stuff is this is not really going to this is not going to be Marvel's animated stuff from the late 90s. This is going to be like Disney doing doing it right. I mean, we'll see that I haven't the you know, Marvel's done a lot of animated stuff even over the last few years and I guess I don't know that they've done anything animated necessarily with Disney. Uh, the Avengers of, cartoon it was on Disney. Oh, Plus I never, or, I never. Or not Disney Plus, that. Disney XD or whatever. How many things does Disney have? A lot. Disney I has most not, of the things. I did not get to watch that. I'm afraid it was so. a good cartoon. I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, it I was do. fun. It was fun with the mix and match and 
that's you know that's where you got to see spider-man with with them before he was actually a part of the movies oh yeah you could see some x-men stuff i mean it was it was cool i was just thinking in terms of um they did a bunch of sort of one-off movies kind of the same way that dc does and i never really liked much the animation on those so I guess yeah, I mean those weren't good. They weren't as good as the DC ones for sure. We'll put it this way: if the Disney knows animation, if they're I, I going think they're to be do, all right, <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I I would hope this is okay. We'll put it this way: more that I would hope if they're going to do a bunch of different uh, stories, what if stories, it would be really nice if they were able to get like directors who could do an animation style that suits them for each. That might be asking too much. That would actually be cool. But, you know. I think, yeah, that would work. Uh, the, I Why haven't looked not? too much into it. The The presumption is they're going to get a bunch of different directors to do each different one. Right. So it's it's going to be completely different styles, at least storytelling-wise. I would imagine the the visual will probably be a little different, too. Makes sense to me. I That would be nice. My son was looking at, at like the, the graphic of it. And you, you mentioned Marvel Zombies. He he could make out a, uh, a Captain America as a zombie hmm. in one of the things, and there there was a few other things. Well, but it it could, a lot could of this, be cool. A lot of this stuff is so far off that you know it'll. That all we're talking about mostly is conceptually. What is this stuff going to be? And conceptually, that's kind of what I'd like to see. And I'm definitely I'm definitely interested. You're down. Yeah, down with the sickness. All right, so we got what if. What's next on your list? I got... What do you got? Hawkeye. Yeah, Hawkeye. Hawkeye from MASH. Is Hawkeye from MASH. They've gone back. We're going <laughs> to get Alan Alda is going to voice Hawkeye. He's starring as Hawkeye. <laughs> hey, I'm up here in the perch. What happened, with, what happened with Klinger in Budapest? Honeycut. What are you doing? Frank Burns. Oh, God. no, he's doing the Frank Groucho. Burns and Hot Lips. He's doing the Groucho thing again. Ah. <laughs> Now, Hawkeye is, boy, Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye has been something that just never quite got over in the Marvel movies. But I think he was always supposed to be a secondary character. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was ever supposed to be Captain America or Iron Man. He, w- he was there to move things along and come in and save the day once in a while. Well, we talked about the places they took it with the Ronin stuff. It just... It just never really... Like I said, we talked about it. Black Widow and Hawkeye were two characters that their arcs were movie by movie. They were trying to figure out something to do with them. And by the time that movie ended, they figured out, this isn't the thing we're going to do with them. So next movie, they go like, okay, now what are we going to do with them? I think this is the big thank you. They're doing the Black Widow movie now because they can tell the story. And they're going to do Hawkeye, a series. Well, the thing it, the thing it has going for it is what I, what I assume they're going to do is that they're going to follow the Mac Fraction Hawkeye series, and the Matt, excuse me, <laughs> the Matt Fraction Hawkeye run is one of my favorite things I've ever read. Okay, how I've heard of it, but not for like ten years. I don't think I ever read it. Explain to me why it's different than the theatrical Hawkeye. The problem is, is that the Hawkeye and Matt Fraction's run is a single guy. Okay, well, I mean, that's not a huge thing. I guess he's probably a ladies' man in it then. He, he's hooking it's, up a lot. Or It's not so much that. It's the um, the Matt Fraction run is a really good one. You know, it's... He, 
<laughs> if you're someone who reads a lot of comics and kind of is invested in liking these characters, you run into some of the same conversations with people who don't necessarily, like, just watch movies. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it's like, say, how many times have you heard someone say, oh, I hate Superman. He's overpowered and he's just boring. Yeah, that's just somebody that thinks hating things gives them a personality. Mm, I, <laughs> that, that aside, it's probably just someone who's gone and saw the movies and they don't, they don't really find a way to make Superman compelling. Mm-hmm. Superman movies end up being just Superman strong hero stop Lex. Where the core of the character is, what makes the character interesting is usually, here's this invulnerable guy who has come to love this home that he grew up on. And the thing that is so hard for him is he can't fix everything. As powerful as he is and as vulnerable as he is, he can't fix everything. I think the problem with Man of Steel... Without becoming a monster himself. Man of Steel is that they busted up the city where the drama in that situation is he's got to stop these other uh, Kryptonians that are evil from breaking up the city and killing people. There's a lot of things to say... He should have gone to further lengths to sacrifice his own well-being to stop buildings from getting knocked over. But instead, it was like, yeah, it'll be cool. Let's just chuck him into buildings and well, knock him over you like know, a Godzilla the movie. Cut and all that stuff. Right. But I, I mean, but that stuff aside. So is Hawkeye snarky in the Matt? I mean, the, is Matt, he, the Matt Fraction series is he is more risk taking? One of the one of the common complaints is you. It's an it's the it's super low hanging fruit is like ah what a Black Widow and Hawkeye even doing there, and the Matt Fraction series really does kind of a deep dive of what makes Hawkeye important to the team. Okay, but it's also it's this dual story of trying to tell why he's important to the Avengers, but at the same time, Hawkeye just as a person is kind of a wreck, huh. and he's too much of a family man for them to portray this guy who you know, has trouble with his relationships and it's about, it's about Hawkeye living in this sort of, um, kind of urban area in this, uh, this, um, apartment building, this rent control apartment building with a bunch of esoteric neighbors as Hawkeye. And it's where you get the name, uh, one of his neighbors keep, you know, keeps referring to him as Hawkeye. Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah. And they're also going to, from seeing this, they're going to, uh, introduce the Kate Bishop character, which is a, Kind of a, a young Hawkeye. Oh, I think I remember that from a cartoon, perhaps. I guess here, I guess it says here. I was assuming from seeing some of this stuff in Endgame that maybe they were going to try and slide his daughter into the Kate Bishop role, but it it, that it could says be cool. it says in this thing that Kate Bishop's going to be a part of it, so maybe they're just going to legit. I think it would. It would also introduce Pizza Dog. Pizza Dog. You got to get a hold of right. that fraction run. It's I'll re- take your word for it. It's really good, Trav. I also think it would be interesting to show Hawkeye and how he deals with the aftermath of being the Ronin guy. <laughs> Maybe that's going to be it. Because he's now his family's back. He's lived five years pretty much becoming a soulless monster because his whole family disappeared. Now they're back. And he's not the same person. He's- that perhaps that he was tattoos. before yeah i mean he he's done a lot of terrible things now and he's got to go back to the his kids are the same age he's lived five years of hell and now his kids are back and they're the same little people they were before but he is a way different person you know i think that's an interesting I, story to tell i genuinely want that scene i genuinely want the scene of him reuniting and just where his wife goes 
what the hell is this? <laughs> what is what 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 is with your hair? He's got some piercings. I wouldn't have let you do this. I mean, you you saw him at the beginning of Endgame. He had like dad jeans and right. dad shirt and all that stuff. And he you know he comes back to him you know with his his fade and his anime hair and <laughs> that tattoo. Like, I would I would never let you go out of the house like this. How? Travis, have you had that experience where your wife has told you, I, you, you cannot, you cannot, this thing that you think is going to be cool is not going to work out? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, going to Disneyland, I'll wear, I used to wear, now I'm more, like, into sneakers and stuff, but I was really into hiking boots for a long time. So I would wear, like, uh, uh, camouflage shorts, hiking boots, wool socks, because I don't want to get blisters, so you put the wool socks on in the hiking boots. Then maybe, like, a, it was a Mr. Incredible jersey that I got. <laughs> they used okay. to have a they used to have a Disney discount store. Do you remember that like 10 years ago? Well, I, I remember that they had a Disney store in the mall. Was that the same thing? No, they had one that had discounted stuff where really? they Really? Yeah. And uh, I got was, this Where was it at? Uh, there was one up kind of in the Fort Union area in huh. Murray kind of by that Walmart up there. <laughs> anyway, uh, I got this Mr. Incredible jersey and it was like it's a $150 jersey and I got it for like $10. So I oh, okay. I wore it whenever I went to Disneyland, at least once. I think once I like they were giving me crap about that. So the next trip we went, I packed a Hawaiian shirt that was way too small for me, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just started up in the ante <laughs> to the point they're like, "No, no, we're not going to walk with you." I I rely. I will take my wife shopping with me because I have to rely on. <laughs> I. I'll look at something and I'm, I can see how someone would look cool in it. And I have to look at her and she will look at me with the most loving look and tell me <laughs> as nice as possible. Like, I don't think it's going to work out like you think it's going to work out. Like Hopper and Stranger Things. Yeah. It's very fashionable. No. <laughs> Travis, I, I know what you're going for, but in that case, you're very wrong. Hopper's, Hopper's Hawaiian shirt was... Uh, oh, it was Magnum P.I. Yes. I think they should have... They should have got David Harbour to be Magnum P.I. instead of the guy they did. Because <laughs> the guy they did, I don't even know anything about him. I just know that he's like, I don't know, maybe 30? Magnum always seemed oh like... My, yeah, they do. They have like a he new seemed Magnum young. TV show, don't they? Yeah. yeah. I, I just don't pay attention to that stuff. He doesn't have the mustache. <clears throat> it was like the that Lethal Weapon series of... I yeah. got the briefest whiff of it and be like, this isn't... This is not interesting. Yeah, to me. it didn't, didn't do anything for me. But the the Magnum series, it's like Magnum PI. Tom Selleck always seemed like he was like forty five ish. I don't know how old he was. I think that's just he Tom was probably Selleck. yeah. He always seemed older, like an older character. It was the short shorts that did it. I guess. But yeah, this, everyone's talking about that he doesn't have the mustache. Nobody's talking about the lack of short shorts. I mean, I, that's probably a good thing. Actually, nobody should wear short shorts anymore. There's a reason they went out of style with John Stockton. <laughs> yeah, the PI wasn't private investigator. The P was for plum smuggler. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we're down to one more. On we, this we're list. in for the. We are up for the big news. The big, big, big. Which news. is Thor: Love and Thunder, starring Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. My Natalie big Portman. question about this is: Does that mean Cat Dennings is coming back? I don't know. I'm a big Cat Dennings guy. That's was, all I care about in this movie. Yeah, I mean, I want it to be good too, but bring back Cat Dennings. Well, she probably hasn't. She, has Cat Dennings said anything? No, 
somebody contact Cat on Dennings. com, which I know. Should I hit her up on page. Twitter? Yeah, uh, I don't. Know. I am sure she has been hit up on Twitter about this already. <laughs> she was the best part of those first two movies, in yeah. my opinion. Like Natalie Portman's okay. I, I like Natalie Portman, but she's just okay. She doesn't really have much personality in the movies. Natalie Natalie Portman seemingly kind of didn't want to be there. I know. Yeah, that that's the weird thing is. She seemed like she wanted nothing to do with it, but I guess when she could be the star of the superhero movie, all of a sudden it's like, okay, I'll do it. Wonder how much, how many people she's had to go. She, because she is, she's been vocal about not really liking doing that stuff, hasn't she? I don't. I think she probably sees herself as a real actress, and she probably doesn't want like that. She's pigeonholed as, you know, being in the Thor movies or being in the Star Wars movies, like. You know how like Harrison Ford looks back on that stuff like, Ugh. yeah, but Harrison Ford has done things out. Harrison Ford never really had. Well, Natalie Portman's probably done a hundred movies. It's not like that's the only thing she's ever done. No, she's no. done tons of things. I mean, I, I don't know to plumb the depths of. I, I've she had a Walmart baby, Jake. Yeah, my Walmart baby. I've gotten the impression that she didn't like being in them very much. I wonder how many people in her life after she is. She has talked about, oh, I'm so glad to be done with these. They paid me money. I, I had to go in for a voiceover for Endgame. Oh, even that was just, oh. And then, you know, three months later, she's out there with the hammer and X number <laughs> of people are like, so Natalie, what, what's up, huh? Yeah, I mean, hopefully she's like actually into it and she's going to perhaps care about it is, I guess, a, a word I would use. Mayhap her misgivings were that... You know, the original Thor movie came in the wake of, what, Captain America? No. I think it was, I think it was like, after Iron Man, wasn't it? Was it the first Seems one like Thor Man? was, like, the, the second movie. No. Regard, regardless, anyway, it, was in, that, it yeah. was in that window. And right. The, fir- the first Thor movie is directed by Kenneth Branagh. And it's okay. And they're very much trying to find their footing. Right. So at that point, she was probably like, wow, we're doing this wacky thing. I mean, Iron Man was popular because Thor did well, but it wasn't as well, certainly wasn't as well received as Iron Man. Thor was just kind of like, you liked him and you really wanted it to get good. And then at Ragnarok, it's like, okay, and that's what they I'm know saying what is, they're doing now. Maybe after, maybe after the first two movies, maybe she had a legitimate reason to go like, this just isn't really me. Could be. I kind of don't know what... This this scene isn't really me. And then you got Taika Waititi coming in doing Ragnarok, and she goes like, "Oh, I did. What? They're gonna have fun with it now? Okay, yeah, hmm, right." I think first of all, I haven't seen anybody freaking out about it. It's another one of those you haven't. No, I haven't. Travis, I haven't seen one post. I see you a and lot I of running completely different circles. I see a lot of people posting about people freaking out about it. I haven't seen anybody actually freaking out about I, it. Same with Ariel. I never actually saw anybody freak out about it. I just saw people posting about people freaking out about Travis, it. Travis. So whatever, whatever. I'm that not tells admonishing you. you or anything. I'm jealous in a way because yeah, I've seen plenty of that stuff. But in my mind. Maybe it's just me, but I always kind of assumed... I mean, I always thought it was going to be Valkyrie was going to be the new Thor. Ever since they introduced Valkyrie in Ragnarok, I always kind of, kind of thought, okay, well, she's going to be the, the female Thor. So, I mean, to bring in Jane Foster was a little surprising. Not, I mean, they did it in the comics, yeah. but just the fact that I thought, well, Natalie Portman's too good for this. She's okay. not going to do it. So I always thought Valkyrie would take that role, like whether Thor the, died or whatever, yeah. whatever's going to happen with him. 
I think it does kind of conform confirm that he'll be a part of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three. That would be my assumption. No, uh, Chris Evans or not Chris Evans. One of the Chris's. Chris Hemsworth is going to be in Love and Thunder. I mean, he'll be in it. I don't think he's going to die. Well, I mean, he's with the Guardians, so right. But Guardians three is so far. The the whole idea of timelines, because um, who knows how it's going to happen? I don't. Maybe it doesn't happen till the end of the movie. I don't know. I know Valkyrie's going to be in it because they announced that her character is LGBT. <clears throat> so, I mean. It is what it is. I just always thought Valkyrie would, would take over the mantle of Thor. And well, it's Jane Foster, and that's the, fine, but it wasn't a shock to me that it was going to be a female Thor. I mean, because they did it in the comics. It's a. Anybody that's freaking out about it doesn't know about the comics, apparently. Well, it, it was a part. Like, comic type. That, that comic guy hasn't, hasn't stopped complaining about the. What, so something I liked was uh, I saw I, a tweet. I'm just kind of done with outrage. Like, you're outraged about something. Well, I match that with an eyebrow. Travis, I'm sorry. The, the, the internet is just not going to stop. But I, I think it's because people think it get, I Honestly, I said this earlier. People hate on things because they don't have a personality, and that's what they, that's what they do. Like, oh, other people are hating on this. I'm going to hate on it, too. I don't even know why, but I don't like it. Well, in Why this, don't you like it? In this case, there is a subset of white men who since I think it I think it's honestly I think it's blown out of proportion. No, no, it is not. It is not even I think a people bit. were already preparing their uh their posts about white men going crazy about this before they even saw a white man go crazy about it. No, Travis, the the com- <laughs> the comics gate the excuse me, the comics gate contingent of like those kind of white guys it is bad and it is out there and it is very vocal. I don't know how bad it really is. I, th- real I think it's a very vocal minority. I, r- I really do. I mean, it has... I, I guess I ain't got the science on it. I've seen plenty of stuff. I've seen plenty of real stuff that is, yes, these got, this is a very large group, and they're bad, and they are willing to be harassing about it. Yeah, and those people are terrible. Yes, certainly. And they probably need to get beat up. And that's the only way they're going to learn a lesson. But I don't think it's as big a problem is people those people are a problem i don't think it's as widespread is what i should say as people make it seem like it is because it sells more it gives more clicks oh i'm gonna click on this and see i mean we'd have i to think di- it's we'd have to agree or disagree because i <laughs> from what i see i genuinely believe it is a big bad problem i it is a problem but i think it's over exaggerated i really do but I those might, people are I a might problem. Say it's under exaggerated. Anybody that has a problem with it should just shut up and yeah. maybe I don't know. Go read a book. I <laughs> did. I did like that. Uh, someone made a post about just sort of the. A woman made a post about kind of the uh, kind of it kind of stinks that it, it you know it's not the male Captain America. It's not the male you know it's not the male Iron Man or not the male it's not the male Hawkeye. It, whenever it's one of these, it's, well, it's the female Thor. And Taika Waititi uh, tweeted at her and just said, well, no, in, in the studio we refer to it as the mighty Thor. <laughs> so I like that. And I like referring to it. But it all, the, new, all the news places put Natalie Portman to be first female Thor. They didn't put Natalie Portman to be next Thor. Yeah. And, that's, is, and that is kind of unfortunate. Right. It's but, a uh, systemic, systemic issue. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That 
it just it is what so, it is. I like being able to refer to that way as it's the the character is the mighty Thor. I saw an article, and it it was uh it was written by a lady, and she's like, now let's go after all of the pale, uh, stale comic book characters and make them all female or LGBT. And I'm like, you're not doing yourself any favors by putting that out there. Yeah, it, <laughs> like come on. Hey, look, man, it's. It's the price that's got to be... Write an article that says, hey, I think this is great, and this is why. Don't write an article saying, let's go after all the rest of them now, too. Like, mm, yeah. you're probably a problem as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's, it's such a hard thing, because we just, we just don't live in that world. We didn't have that experience of, there's no one out there for me, or someone that's out there for me is tailored for a stereotypical version of me. And we didn't have those years. That's what... You know, some people come at me like, "Oh, they they got to do with their, they just got to do it with everybody." It's like, well, I mean, it's a make, one, it's a make believe character. Number everybody. one, they're not doing it with everybody, and number two, this is a problem that could have been solved decades ago, but we've hit a point where we're finally going to fix the problem. So you, we're in an era where we have to sit back and just go, like, you know what, have it all. And if if you haven't learned by the fact that we are on our third Spider-Man. Well, if you really want to count uh, into the Spider-Verse, yeah. verse, we've had yeah, we got, we four got, Spider-Men <laughs> within a 10-year period. We got three different white guy Spider-Mans. They're always going to recast. It's not a big deal. So this Ariel is African-American. Well, she's not because she's a, she's a freaking mermaid, first of all. So she, anyway... It does. There's gonna in ten years. There's gonna be another Little Mermaid, and maybe they'll be Chinese, or maybe they'll be white again, or maybe it'll be boy Ariel. I don't care. It's just it's a make believe thing. If you don't like it, don't go see it. At the end of the day, just please make it good. Yeah. So and the the Jane Foster. The funny thing about it is the who who Mighty Thor was was a big contention because the the. The rub at the time was Thor. So Mighty Thor shows up. Thor asks Thor, is freaked out by it. Because at the time, Thor had become unworthy of Mjolnir. So it's, right. it's not just who the hell is this person. It's how the hell have they, how the hell has she gotten Mjolnir, which he was in a bad place that he. Well, it makes me wonder because if he hadn't been able to wield Mjolnir, Mjolnir, it's hard to say, at the end of Endgame, I could see where it was going to naturally roll right in, but he he was able to to use Mjolnir. Well, I wonder if the, they're going to bank on that she'll reemerge with Mjolnir. Because the Mjolnir that he was wielding was from, you know, an alternate timeline. Right, so maybe that was in, from Thor 2. Instead of it... Huh? That's where he got it. Remember, he, he goes back... <clears throat> To Thor, it's not. Is it Dark World? Oh, oh okay. That's where he gets Mjolnir. <laughs> I, having not seen it, you said, "Oh, that's from Thor too." I'm like, "Oh, is there another Mjolnir?" In but Thor then too? Cap had to take it back at the end of the movie. Remember? Yeah, yeah. So what I wonder is, instead of banking on that he's unworthy, they're banking on she's going to pop up and she'll have a Mjolnir, and he's going to be like, "Where the hell did that come from? And why am I not?" And maybe he can't call to it. Could be. So maybe that'll be the the point of contention of like, I need to know who this is because. Why is this not mine anymore? Right. What, what is she? What's so good about her? Well, and I think he knows what's so good about her. That's why he he loved her. So, uh, so I guess a point of contention with this is they've already given away it's Jane Foster. Right. They've already said up front, like, okay, Jane Foster is going to be Mighty Thor in this movie. 
I hope that the movie doesn't put too much time into there being any kind of mystery about it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, storyline wise, you've got to tell the story of how it happens. So even if it takes a half an hour to tell that story, but it's a good story, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, we all know going into it because they they already told us. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. So I'm I'm up for and and Taika Waititi's back on board. So Taiko. So Cork's coming back. <laughs> Love and thunder. Yeah, I'm I'm up for it. I'm way up for it. But let's, it's let's do it's it. so far in the future, Trav. Right. So far. So there's a couple other like smaller announcements, kind of. They did mention they're going to do a Black Panther or two. Mm-hmm. This is at the very end. He's like, oh, and there's these other things that I don't even have time to talk about right now, like Black Panther 2, the Fantastic Four, and some stuff about mutants. Oh, Travis, <laughs> we missed we missed a very important I was saving it. I was saving okay. it. Okay. I, I didn't forget about it. And then they also announced that they have cast Blade. Yeah. I don't know if it... I couldn't find if it's going to be a movie or a series. I would assume it's going to be movies. Because the actor that they got, didn't he just win the Oscar? Yes. For for Best Actor? Did he win Best Actor? I know it won Best Picture. I don't pay pay attention to the Oscars. Anyway, he was in the the Best Picture. His name is... Marishala Ali. Marishala Ali. Yeah. Perfect. He was from Green Book. He's been Super in per- he, well, he tons was, of things. He was the main villain in the first season of uh, Luke Cage. Oh yeah. Well, for half the season anyway, and then right. He he was the best part about it, and when that you know what, when he dies halfway through the season, it stops being as good. The villain for the second half of Luke Cage season one is bad. I think I'm still on episode two of. <laughs> I'm not gonna feel bad about that because Trav, <laughs> Trav, man. No, it's fine. I, no, I know that. I know that they switched bad guys halfway through. He's really good in it, and he has a a sort of he has a sort of Wesley Snipes ish look, and and uh, he's got a very distinctive look, and he's uh-huh. got he's got like a, an intense looking like yeah, he's it's very intimidating. Good like his eyes, just the way his eyes like look at something it looks like intimidating like yeah we'll talk like, about Ooh. we'll talk about that in a minute once we're done with all the marvel stuff so yeah i think probably gonna be a really good blade <laughs> that, that is a a very exciting piece of business wesley snipes is like man i but, love i love blade like blade might be my favorite marvel stuff i really love blade i mean if blade if they hadn't made blade who knows how much yeah. longer it would have taken to make all these other movies? Because that gave them a little bit of cash, you know. A little bit, yeah. That, yeah, you could say that maybe led them into doing Spider-Man. Well, I mean, Spider-Man was Sony. Well, I mean, it's still. What came after Blade? Uh, the Incredible Hulk, or no, just Hulk? Just Hulk? Just Hulk. Angley's Hulk? Angley's Hulk. <laughs> With uh, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, messy hair guy. Uh, Jim was it Jim? It wasn't Jim Caviezel, was it? No, no, no that was Jim Caviezelly. No, it wasn't Jim Caviezel. No, I was thinking the bad guy. Uh, he's, oh, oh, he's uh, in. He's in. Speaking of Taika Waititi, he's going to be in the uh, Mandalorian. Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. Oh yeah, it was Nick Nolte. Yes, it was, he, he was the absorbing man, and he the has that weird man. freak out at the end. He has that weird freak out at the end, and then he bites a cable. Yes, he does. God, it's weird. <laughs> He just <laughs> says a bunch of stuff and then <laughs> zap. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
what are they going to do? What are they going to do with Hulk going forward? I mean, they can do anything with him now because he's smart Hulk. Have they? Do you think that? I, I think, think he, I think he's best in a movie with another character. But they could do a Hulk solo movie now because it's not just him going Hulk smash and the government chasing him because that's what the other movies were. I just feel I feel. The now prof- he's kind of out in the open and going to diners and the taking selfies. The Professor Hulk thing was fun for that movie, but I just don't think that's the best way to go going forward. I mean, is that the, the Amadeus Cho Hulk? Isn't that kind of how he is? Yeah. The, you mean the totally awesome Hulk? Yeah. So I, I haven't mean, been super into the Amadeus Cho Hulk, but... I think it's a more well-rounded character. And you know what? He can always snap and lose it. Yeah. Maybe there's another level to Hulk that you didn't even see coming. I just feel like they didn't really, they didn't really, they didn't really uh, make good on where it was in uh, in Infinity War. Remember when we thought for a while that Hulk was going to be a villain? Like eventually he's going to just snap, and they're all going to have to take down the Hulk. Well, the, I mean, they kind of did it in the first. Was it first or second Avengers? It was. A, are you talking about in the second one with uh, where Wanda yeah. Wanda put red stuff in his eyes for right, a little bit? <laughs> right. And they, they brought in the Hulkbuster Iron Man yeah. suit and stuff like that. But I mean, there was a time where a lot of people thought that he was going to be the big bad. He was just going to lose it, or somebody was going to put a spell on him, or something like that, or they were going to get a hold of him, make him Red Hulk. I don't know. They, but that's what. Wow, Red Hulk. I know. I know that Bruce Banner was not Red Hulk, yeah. but. I mean, the movies are different than the comics. They can. I just think that ebb and flow. That's the more. That's kind of the more compelling story of Hulk is just the whole. Is he like he's barely a good guy? <laughs> he's kind of a good guy just because that's what they can point him at. Right. I don't know. I I think there are better stories to tell there, and I I don't know how much further you can take the. Professor Hulk thing because it was just kind of funny for that movie. How much longer can you? I don't know. I think he. I mean, what, what movie would you work him into? The ones coming out. Well, I don't know about anything r- right now. I mean, you couldn't go back and put him hey, in Black the, Widow because hey, look, he, man, he wasn't smart yet. In the comics, in the comics, who who did the Hulk introduce? That eventually Disney's going to get a hold on. I don't know. What do you Wolverine get? Wolverine was introduced in a Hulk comic. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, his first appearance was in a Hulk. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's a. I'm just glad they're moving forward with Fantastic Four and X Men because they hinted at it. Yeah. And I of course, you knew they were going to do a Black Panther too. Yeah. No. I mean, that good, movie was great. hugely successful. Everybody loved it. Of course, they were going to do another one. Yeah. What are What do you think they're not going to make more of? I mean, they're gonna they're gonna make a Captain Marvel two. They're gonna make a Guardians three. Do you think we'll see another Ant Man movie, or do you think that they're gonna relegate hmm. him to more of a what about support an, role? What about an Ant Man Hulk team up movie? Sure, <laughs> that sure. could be fun. Ant Man could show up in Hawkeye, but I want to then... see Ant Man turn into Giant Man and chuck the Hulk at something. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, but, but I, I'm, I'm kind of not kidding of what, I mean, you could say they're not making any more Captain America, but they're still no, I continuing think they will. that. I think, I think the Falcon and Winter Soldier yeah, is going to lead into was, more Captain America movies. I think they could also go back and do a period uh, Chris Evans movie. Yeah, so that's what I'm, 
Because he still had the shield and all, he still had his powers until he came back as an old man and gave the shield to to, to the Falcon. I'm not entirely convinced that they're going to, that Tony, I, I think they're going to eventually, if they can talk, if they give him some time and can talk him into it, they're going to bring back like Robert Downey Jr. as an AI thing because they, they've done that. I think that would be cool. Because they've done that. Uh, I, what is that character? The Ironheart character, they're probably going to try and do, and that's sort of the conceit behind that is is uh, that was when Tony was an AI because Captain Marvel punched him into a coma. Do you remember what was the the bad Avengers? It was called was it Dark Avengers? Dark Avengers, yeah. I think that kind of would be cool to well, play around with because now you can bring in Nor- Norman Osborn. Yeah, then you got to get Norman Osborn. But they also there was Red Hulk. Who else was in it? No, Red Hulk wasn't in the Dark Avengers. Wasn't uh, he? Dark Avengers was Dokken, Wolverine's son, uh, um, Bullseye. Uh, let's see, Venom was their Bullseye Spider-Man. was like Hawkeye, right? Yeah, Bullseye was Hawkeye. Venom was their Spider-Man. But it was the Scorpion using the symbiote at uh-huh. the time. Matt Gargan was using it. Um, someone named Moonstone was their Ms. Marvel. Uh, they had some other guy that was their Marvel, but I can't remember. I didn't really know who that guy was, and I haven't don't remember him popping up since. That could be fun though. And then, but then um, Norman Osborn himself was kind of their Captain America slash Iron. Right. That was where that was, was where Iron the Iron Patriot, Patriot right? came from. Yeah. Which is a much kind of funnier use, but I get why they did it with uh, with Rhodey. With Rhodey. Yeah. I don't know. They can do a lot of stuff, so it'll be fun to see where it goes. It, I don't think it's going to be paint by numbers. I think it's going to be completely different. And maybe it'll fail. Maybe it won't. I mean, everybody thought Guardians of the Galaxy was insane. Like, pff, this is going to be crazy. Are people going to like this movie? And then everybody loves it. Think about how many movies they've had featuring Peter Parker. And we haven't we haven't introduced Norman Osborn or Otto Octavius yet. I know. There's so much they can isn't do kinda, still. Isn't that kind of weird? I mean, the only Spider-Man villain we've met so far is Mysterio. I believe the Vulture was in there. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. The vulture was <laughs> yeah. in there. But, uh, I mean, the shocker. He shocks people. The shocker. They, they've done a little bit of that stuff, but... But not the big, not the big no. dads. No. We, we just finally got, we finally got a specific person that we don't get to talk about yet at the end of... That's uh, true. And I wonder if they're maybe going to move toward, maybe they will introduce Norman Osborn in this next one. They have to eventually. I would be shocked if they don't. Hmm. I mean, you got to think big bads going forward. Okay, Thanos is gone. Thanos, yeah. Thanos, gone. You can get. You've got Norman Osborn. You can bring in. He could be a big bad for the entire. It doesn't just need to be Spider Man. It could be big bad for everything. Doctor Doom. I don't think is a huge bad that's guy. So weird, but the, they've Mar- got so many other places they can go. It's just the phase thing. I guess we'll see how we'll see how this phase plays out because. From what you said, it seems like they're maybe doing less movies. Maybe the Mandarin's going to be the big bad for Phase 4. Who knows? The Ten Rings is very deep and spread out and secretive. You know what I mean? It could He could be he could be the Blofeld. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Pulling who, the strings. Who is, who is that one cosmic dude that's... He's like a bug. He's got a big green metal head. I can't think of his name. A bug with a big green metal head? I'm going to have to look it up a little what bit. What in the world? I saw someone writing about that it, from what they're teasing in the phase stuff, it's looking 
toward like maybe they're going to do the annihilation plot line and i think i think this one i'm trying to remember his name he looks he does he looks like a giant bug hmm. that's kind of robotic ish he commands the they're like it's like a it's bug it's bugs travis it's bugs bug. starship space troopers bugs. space bugs space bugs Speaking of space, can I tell you like a crazy rumor I saw? And I don't think it's real, but if it was real, it would be really cool. This is me just kind of having a little fun. Is I, I mentioned it to you. I saw, and again, I don't think this is real. I think it was clickbait probably. <laughs> but they were saying J.J. Abrams might make some uh, uh, DC movies. And it would be another Superman movie with Henry Cavill because he is technically uh, under contract for you another movie. You mean The Witcher? Yeah, The Witcher. And also a new a uh, Green Lantern movie. A new a new Green Lantern movie. You know what? The time is now. Oh, well, duh. Hey, guess what, Trav? What? I, I, is I his knew name enough. The Bug? No. No, it's it's almost even worse than that. I'm like, yo, I think they're going to do Marvel Annihilation. Who is that? The green bug guy with the metal head, you know? He was in the Annihilation plotline. You know, he was in Annihilation. Yeah, his name's Annihilus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Annihilus. What a name. If they did do a Green Lantern movie, I, and this is not like me like trying to cater to all of the, the new casting waves. And I want a Jon Stewart. Like, we already did Hal Jordan. We did that. We told that story. Give us a Jon Stewart. Sure. I think Jon Stewart, I like Jon Stewart because I really, really liked the, uh, the Justice League cartoon. Yeah. And John Stewart was the the Green Lantern in that, and <clears throat> so if they do Green Lantern by that way, do you bring in John Stewart and, but then do you have to do an origin story, or do you just run under the auspice of, we kind of know who this guy is, or do you even do you mention, do you mention, uh, you can Hal I mean, Jordan at all? Hal Jordan still existed while John Stewart existed. I would just do yeah. an origin story of John Stewart. You can mention Hal Jordan, yeah. and if you ever wanted to bring him back in like if it was successful you could bring him back in with recast it with somebody else or whatever like they did with captain marvel marvel is in that movie they don't they don't treat it the same way if you had decades of this marvel character in their comics i would i skipped they skipped all the ms marvel stuff and just went straight to your captain marvel i would bring in michael b jordan as as john stewart that's what i would do because there was the rumors about him being Superman or whatever. If Henry Cavill's going to do another movie, you got to do something. If if you want to bring in Michael B. Jordan, you got to give him something cool. I guess he's. It's not like he's going to jump to uh, uh, Marvel, seeing as how he already did a Marvel movie. But hmm. he'd be a cool John Stewart. Why not? I don't have the answer for that. I would say I would probably want to get someone with maybe just a little less heat than Michael B. Jordan. A little less heat. Just just. Uh, like a little Cap- less conversation, a like, little more action. Like Ali with the whole Blade thing. Just pick someone who's up and coming. And- I don't know. I think that guy's got a lot of heat. Well, I guess, you know, he's, he's the Oscar winner. Yeah. Uh, that that was... Uh, I'm full of baloney on that Who one. do you want to bring in? Cuba Gooding Jr.? Yeah. <laughs> Just show him the money, Trav. He'll do it. <laughs> show me the lantern. Well, I I don't know. D- DC is in such a... Again, such a weird place. They... Like we said, they didn't really have any big announcements at the Comic-Con. Right. And this J.J. Abrams thing is probably just hogwash. The closest it, it was thing, just me having a little fun here. The closest thing that I saw to a DC announcement for like their movies was uh, James Gunn had to come out and say, the reason you're not hearing about 
the new Guardians movie is I have to finish Suicide Squad first. Which I'm hoping is good. I really do. I want it to be good. So. I want Birds of Prey to be good. Hopefully it is. Sure. But we'll never know. Well, I guess eventually we will, unless we die. Trav, I watched Hopefully the movie yesterday. Are, are we gonna bat, are we gonna pull the boat out of Marvel Harbor? I th- yeah, I th- I do want to get into me, about Comic Con. Let's get you into one more Comic Con announcement me. thing. I had a few, and I had one. Maybe it's the same thing, just that I saw it today. Uh, Star Trek Picard. Oh yeah, that looks way cool. It looks so good. Looks way cool. It looks like first of all, I mean, it's him like 15 years later after was it Nemesis was the last one. What was the last the last one? one? I guess Nemesis was the last one, I think. I think so. So it's it's after that. But it looks like he's not on like a big starship. He's on like a, a little He's tiny, on a big farm. <laughs> well he he's on a vineyard. Big vineyard. But when they show him on a ship, it looks like he's with a like a little tiny crew, like yeah. on a little tiny ship, and it looks pretty cool. It doesn't seem like it's a Starfleet thing. You got data showing back up. So you're gonna have Jonathan Frakes. Is is Frakes coming back? Frakes is Frakes <gasps> is confirmed. Right. Marina Sirtis, Seven Deanna of Nine Troy. is back. No, Deanna Troy, yeah, and Seven of Nine, who was in Voyager. Yeah. So they're kind of blending them together. So yeah. that's cool. So uh, Jerry Ryan still looks pretty good. Sure. I remember when when that show was brand new and she was like red hot. She was on Conan, and Conan goes, "What's the weirdest thing anybody's ever said to you at one of these conventions?" And she goes, "One time a guy said." I think you have nice haunches. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You told me about that. Uh, haunches. Jerry Ryan, I will always associate with haunches. With haunches. Oh. <laughs> Next time we run into her, we have to ask her about it. But I'm going to, when that comes out, I'm going to have to get I think, CBS All I think Access. I might as well, because it, it looks really good. Because I want to watch Discovery as well. It looks good. Yeah. I'm just going to burn through them for there a month. Cra- there are cracks in my facade, Travis. Yeah. And boy, Netflix. Netflix is Netflix is not renewing things. I think Witcher looks like it's going to be really Witcher good. Witcher looks really cool, but that stuff's been in production for a while. Like a, about a year. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just like I said, a couple of key things. They're kind of not renewing things, and I wonder if they're circling the wagons going like, what the hell are we now? I think okay, they're a production every, company now. Making everything didn't work. Now what do we do? Hulu's going to be around because uh, Disney owns like uh, 66% of Hulu now. Yeah. I think NBC owns the other 33% or something like that. Hooray for monopolies. Right. So Hulu's going to be fine. But Netflix, they're a production company now because they're not going to get any of Disney stuff. Uh, HBO and... Warner Brothers are all going to be linked together on their streaming I service. I went to watch It's Always Sunny the other day, and it's not on there anymore. It hasn't been for a long time. It's on Hulu. Is it on Hulu? Yeah, it's on Hulu. It hasn't maybe been I on just Netflix. Got, maybe I just got mixed up on what streaming I was watching that on. I did notice all of the uh, DC app stuff, mm-hmm. the new stuff, is going to also premiere on the HBO uh, WB thing. So I think I honestly think they're going to merge those together. Everyone. <laughs> just put them all on one thing so I don't have to follow it all over the place. Yeah, that's never going to happen because there's there's too Damn many it. there's too many fingers in the pie. Yay. <laughs> so you're just going to I mean, I think they rich answered people, rich people like rich people finding out that that one fledgling thing worked ruins always ruins everything. I think the answer for Not that us Netflix was, you know, a scrappy, you know, sorry. 
I, I think people will start doing one month subscriptions, and I think that's going to be problematic for for your Netflix and and all these other things, and they're going to try and tie people in long term. Oh, I really kind of like <laughs> kind of like a a, a gym. <laughs> I really don't want to start doing one month subscriptions, but yeah, I, think, I, I mean that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to when CBS when that Picard things come out or when that Picard thing comes out, it's just going to be honey. We're doing a month and we are watching right. Star Trek every damn night. I want to see the Star Trek stuff. I want to see all the DC stuff. I, w- I want to see all of yeah. the all of this uh, cool stuff coming out on Disney Plus. And it, I mean, that's why I cut the cable. Cause, I'm going to spend as much on streaming as I did on, on having satellite direct TV for all those years. So I think the answer is to do one month prescription or, or prescriptions. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what I need is a prescription. Find out if uh, the DC app is right for you. <laughs> Ask your doctor. Yeah. So, oh, um, I saw the, the, uh, the, I guess there's a Walking Dead movie coming and oh, Frank really? Grimes is coming back for the movie. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder when that. I wonder when that got done, and I wonder if the movie. I guess I don't know. Has the movie been in production for very long? I have no I idea. I have what's no going idea either. It. I mean, Walking Dead. I've I've seen the first season. It's good, but I don't see myself ever going back and watching all of them. You know, just Robert Kirkman. I just know did enough that of what's happened out <laughs> of nowhere and to Walking Dead, and I wonder if they're like, "Well, will you come back just so we can do the movie and finish it?" Because I think I, I think I also heard that there's going to be a third Walking Dead series now. Yeah, I did see that. Jeez, it's a bit much. It's like yeah. Game of Thrones too. Like I don't know if I'm ever going to watch it. It's just it's so big, and everybody cared about it so much, and I never jumped on. And it's like, well. So I think it, I think I missed the train. Are you starting to understand my superna- supernatural conundrum now? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. And supernatural it is, is it's a long haul. It's I have fifteen I have seasons. Else, it seems up, like so. a perfectly good show, but there are like three hundred episodes. Right, and it just it was just like man, I don't know, man. It's three hundred, and I can't remember. There was like less than ten episodes after the three hundred, so it's that's a lot. It's of a lot. Man. It's a lot. Yeah. So, so pretty much I, you can just watch the last five episodes of each season and you'll probably get the gist. I wonder if, cause <laughs> did you, did you ever look into what the end of walking dead ends up being in the comics? No, I haven't. Do you, do you want to know? Uh, I don't know if people listening want to know, but I don't care. Okay. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you, if you are, if you have problems with knowing what the end of the walking dead comics ends up being, then jump ahead a few minutes or just stop caring. It also doesn't mean it's going to be the same in the in the series. Yeah, I, well, that's why I'm wondering about it. Uh, Frank Grimes dies. Is it Frank Grimes? Is that the name of the character? Is it? It's, it's Rick Grimes. Rick Grimes. Frank Grimes was the Simpsons character, wasn't it? Could or be. Is it someone? I don't know. What? Frank Castle is the Punisher. I don't know what Frank Grimes. Is. Anyway, Rick Grimes dies in the second to last issue, and the last issue is a time jump to uh, Carl. And his kids in hmm. kind of talking about where the world's gone in those Eating years. Chocolate pudding. Yeah, I know about the chocolate pudding. I don't know about the chocolate pudding. There's an episode where he has to eat chocolate or eat finds a can of chocolate pudding. So I guess they made him eat chocolate pudding they, all day long doing they, the takes. They so. killed Carl in the show, didn't they? No clue. I think they killed Carl. I have so no that's idea. Why, that's what I'm saying is I wonder if they talked uh, that dude whose name I certainly don't know now to come back. Do uh, Rick Grimes just so we can 
finish him off and kind of do roughly the end of the... I guess they'd have to find another character to do the time jump thing with. And then mm. they can still keep doing series, because from what I understand, the the way the series ended was like, we didn't solve zombies, we just kind of figured out a way to make society work again. Because everybody that dies is going to turn into a zombie, right? Yeah. So how can you solve that? <laughs> with a with a science bomb. <laughs> I don't know. That's Isn't that how they do it in movies? Right. The scientists made a bomb. We... We flew up into the alien butthole and used a Mac to turn off their ship. You know? I'm glad that people like The Walking Dead, but it's just probably some, not something I'm going to jump into. It's another one of those. There's just too much of it. I point. took in a lot of zombie stuff in the early 2000s. Yeah. And there was, you know, like I said, I saw the first season of Walking Dead and I didn't dislike it. I liked it. It's just there was so much. You can't watch everything. So everybody that likes it, awesome. I'm glad you like it. Maybe someday I'll get into it, but right now I'm just like, eh, have fun with it. <laughs> we had something of a zombie glut in that era. Vampires did the same thing before zombies. Everything was vampire, vampire, vampire. And, and here, after the vampire's assistant, everything was downhill. And now here come the ninjas. Ninjas. What's time is it? You know, you know whose time it is, Travis? Whose time is it? Greasers. Greasers? Greasers can be the bad guys in movies. Tell me again. more. Tell me more. <laughs> I don't know. Will don't they know. will they put up a fight? I changed it so it wasn't did she put up a fight? Yeah, that's oh, a, thank, that's thank a little you. rapey for me. Yeah. Oh boy. A lot of <laughs> a lot of stuff hasn't aged well. A lot of stuff. Yeah. Speaking of, mm-hmm. I watched Swingers. How did Swingers how did Swingers hold up? It's just okay. I I kind of like I wanted to be really good, but I have a feeling if I watch I'm gonna go, ooh. <laughs> Ooh, why did I? Why did I like this? Why did I? Why did I think these people were cool? Remember in the in the nineties when like acting like an ass clown in public was considered like quirky or or adorable. What's the? Are we just talking about Vince Vaughn's character? <laughs> Mostly because John, John Favreau was very much. You guys are being dicks. You know, stop it. Don't do that. So he's kind of the conscience of the movie, and you root for him, and it's not terrible. It just it is dated, and it's not like. Well, I think um, there's a ton in there that didn't age super well. My memory of the movie, and it's one of those things like Fight Cub, or yeah, like Fight Cub, Fight Cub. That's like, the Lion King sequel. Yeah, Fight like, Cub, like Fight Club, where the thing is, is that Tyler Durden is not supposed to be a good guy, and the Fight Club. The thing is, like, you're not supposed to be rooting for the Fight Club, mm-hmm. but that's kind of when it ended up happening, audience wise. I think that the end of Swingers, you're supposed to realize, oh, Vince Vaughn's character is kind of a clown. Like the right. whole thing where he's flirting with a woman and realizes she's just doing a thing at a baby is. Mm-hmm. I think you're supposed to realize that scene at the end is of this funny. movie. You're supposed to realize at the end of the movie that, oh, this is just an ego thing. He's not. Right. He's not really successful with all. He's this all stuff talk. That he's, yeah, he's all talk. I think the moral of the story is after watching it, I realize that I'm grown's up and grown's up he and grows grown's up. up. He, he grows up, he grows up. He I'm grows all grown up. You want to go to Vegas tonight? Suit. Yeah. <laughs> Vegas. How was it hard to get through the scene where he's making, he's calling the answering machine? Yeah, that's still very, it's like, oh my gosh, Favreau, put it down. Put he it really, down. He really buddy, sells it buddy, for how bad it, down. it is. Yeah, and he just keeps calling. I, uh, it cut me off again. Let me. You feel so bad for him. But then you know he's going to get Heather Graham at the end of the movie, so you're like, it's okay. He's going to be just fine. 
because he's all grown up. But and uh, grown up again, and grown haven't up. watched it. It just it, there's kind of issues where it doesn't age very well in general. Or uh, not, not necessarily. I mean, there's a little bit of like uh, the the guy comes to the the delivery guy comes to the door and they're like, "Is he cute? Bring him inside." You know, stuff like oh, that. Yeah. It's not. I've seen way worse yeah. in some, in that era of stuff, so it's not that bad. Not the best, but not bad. No. I mean, yeah. that's just reality of the way we were. The way we were. <laughs> so I watched me something, Trav. What did you watch? Last night, I purchased Alita Battle Angel. You, oh, you purchased it? I purchased wow. it. Wow. I I'm I'm throwing in on the I'm throwing in I'm throwing I, in I'm kind of excited to see it because I heard a lot of good things. It looks really cool. It's a pretty fun watch. Didn't it come out at about the same time as Captain Marvel? Right. Yeah. So here, Trav, remember earlier when you were talking about that these things get overblown, these things like right. that. There was an upsurge. There was a campaign of people trying to say like, "Hey, we're not we're not anti woman." Just go see, go see Alita. Go see the one that's really for women. <laughs> that was the whole take of people like, go, go see this one that hasn't been speaking up about what assholes we are. And we're not, judging we're not, by what they both made, I'd say it didn't work. Like, it's like, <laughs> we're not misogynists. Go see the one that d- hasn't been talking about how guys like us are turds. <laughs> there was a lot of that. But, well, uh, Captain Marvel made a lot more. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that, that dizzy juggernaut, like, hey, man. The Lion King is killing it, and I have not heard anything good about that. I haven't either, but, I mean, that's just the way people are now. Like, everybody, I've said it, this will be the third time. People crap on things because they don't have a personality, and they think that makes them interesting. Oh, man, look, Trev, but people have to be able to be critical of things. Not every, And I'm not talking about people just going, Lion King is the dump from my butt, on a sandwich that's full of puke and armpit smell. I'm not just talking about it. I'm talking about people just saying literally like, I went and saw this and I wanted it to be good and it just it sucks all the personality out of it and it's not a fun watch. The, the special effects are certainly impressive, but it, there's just no life to the movie really. I see a lot of people talk about gatekeepers and I don't think everybody realizes that we're all gatekeepers. We're all saying no. That's not good. You're not. That's not good enough. Everybody I mean, these, does it. These these live action. But as soon as somebody does it to you, that makes them a gatekeeper. <laughs> it makes them a bad person. These live action Disney movies are just cynical cash grabs for Disney. They yeah. really are. Yeah, and you know what? People are going to see it, so obviously there's a market for it. But that's I if mean, they, if they all bombed, they would stop doing them. But they're Disney movie. People go see them just because it's the new Disney movie, and that's fine. So, I mean. If you go see a movie and it turns out crappy, you can't take the money back and say, your movie was bad and I but need that's, pee. that's I buyer's need remorse, and that teaches you a lesson to maybe look into it a little more next time. I mean, oh, that's like yeah. going to a burger place and getting a bad burger, and you're like, well, I'm not going to do that again. That was terrible. You know, it's just people have to learn. If, if they didn't like it, they're not going to go back. Well, I that's not going to happen. But Disney, obviously people are going back and going back and going back because yeah. they're making more and more money. Well, so, it, I mean, there's there's a market for it. So it, you're seeing a lot of people crapping on it, but there's a lot of people buying tickets to it, too. So it is what it is, you know. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. But Alita Battle Angel is pretty good. 
is pretty good. How long is it? Is it over it's two like hours? Two, um, I th- let me see. I think I got the IMDb up. I can take a quick peeky do at that. So she Maybe. is is she Maybe not. is she alien technology? No, no, she is not. She, well, I don't know. It's about a two hour ish movie. Okay. No, it's um, <clears throat> she is technology. You, you're living in a future where a human lot of human technology then. Yeah. So is yeah. is she like a humanoid android or is she just a? Yes, it's a it's so it's she's like part a, human part. Basically, there's just a brain, a human brain. Oh, in okay. A, in a like a cyb- cyborg body. See, I was thinking the other way. I was thinking it was like a a human body with a computer brain, but I was nope. way off. No, nope. she just got those weird anime eyes. It is. I will tell you, it is extremely special effects heavy, and sometimes that can get in the way a little. Like, uh, what is her name? Uh, Rosa Salazar as as Alita. Um, she's pretty much she's constantly in a state of special effects, so you can get those eyes. Right. And watching it, there were times where it felt like, like I mean, for for a character that is one hundred percent going to have to be a special effect the whole time. She still does a good job of making it come across and have personality and be endearing. That is a tough thing because a lot of times eyes are the are the key to getting that yeah. across. And when you're not using your own eyes and you're kind of at the mercy of the animators to do it. Yeah, and um she's got those puss and boots eyes. Yeah. And uh it can be it can be a little much. Like there are characters that just they, they, there's like a bad guy hunter where his whole body is like robot cybernetics and stuff like that, and all you get out of him is his face, and it's uh, it's over. It's a lot. Let it's me overwhelming. Ask, let me ask you this: Are there multiple characters that are, you know, what's the word? Half Cyborgs? robot. Yes. yes. Is yes. it is it the majority of characters are like that, or just special um, characters? Um, well, a lot of them. So a, that's that's a, basically a the nota- future is certainly a noticeable. We're we're amount. curing human issues with with robot parts yeah sorta. okay yeah sort of all right uh you got this floating city that is like the aristocrat class the the bougie class or whatever not the gilbert godfrey aristocrats though right <laughs> yes it is a it is so a city there's a family it is a city <laughs> solely built upon trying to tell the filthiest joke possible <laughs> You know what? I'm a comic and I'm not offended by stuff, but I couldn't make it through that movie. It was too much. I don't for think me. I ever watched that movie. It's a lot. It's maybe I have. I feel it's like it's a lot. I feel like there's one com- comic somewhere in the middle that tells a relatively clean version of it. I, I honestly, I can't. I just remember going, "Okay, I get it." <laughs> but uh, you got this this floating city that everyone's kind of everyone wants to be there. No one can be there. Uh, things down on Earth aren't great. A lot of people got machine parts. A lot of sounds good to me. Stuff like that. It's it's a pretty fun watch. Um, it has a whole kind of teenage love part of it that's not necessarily something that I'm always into. The problem with that largely is is you got a floppy headed, good looking teenage guy that just I just don't really hmm. didn't really get into that character. Didn't really ever feel compelled to want him. What sets her apart from everybody else that makes her the special, you know, the protagonist? Well, there's, there's just... So, this won't spoil a ton. Christoph, Christoph Valls. Is she, like, top of the line, like, secret technology that other people don't have access to yet? Is, is that, rummaging through a giant garbage dump and finds, like, the, her torso. 
Ah. Rebuilder. And come to find out. Six million dollar man style. Come to find out she just somehow knows a lot of kung fu moves. Huh. And then you you figure out some of her backstory beyond that. Okay. Yeah, I don't want you to give it away. The biggest problem that I would say with it is it feels like something that would have been better as a series. Hmm. There's a... There's a ton of exposition in this, but even when you get to the end of it, there's still a lot of questions. And it, <clears throat> the huge villain kind of overshadowing most things, you get a brief glimpse of him at the end with a, you know, sort of like, oh, well, I wonder what's going to happen in the next movie thing. <laughs> right. I don't know if we're going to see anymore. I mean, it's, it's produced by James Cameron, and James Cameron is not, or I think he might even have wrote the screenplay, but... James Cameron, not known to take uh, failures lightly. Maybe it'll like get a new life streaming. I said that about Solo, too. It'd be nice. <laughs> Although, I mean, Ron Howard is coming out and pushing for a sequel to Solo now. There's a, there's a, I mean, it's based on an anime series and manga series, so... You know, I guess I could just go back and watch that stuff and see. But, hey, had a good time with it. Really good cast. Like I said, the aforementioned Christoph Waltz. Uh, Marisha is a... a Mar- I'm so bad with pronunciation. Marishala Ali... Is in it, uh, Jennifer Connelly, who Jennifer Connelly's in it is in lingerie in it, and what Jennifer Connelly being sexy is never gonna not be weird for me. Jennifer Connelly, <sighs> yeah, she's in it. Uh, Jackie Earl Haley voices a character. So uh, Labyrinth came out in what eighty six? Is that so? In eighty six, I would have been nine years old. She was probably nineteen twenty. So she's what eleven years older than me. So she's like early fifties. Entirely. Com- hey, I could I'm probably intrigued. even look that up. I'm intrigued. Up. I could even look that up. Marissa Tomei, lovely. Uh, Winona Ryder, amazing. I, I'm still a fan of all the all the. She is seven years our junior or our senior. Oh, seven years. Yeah. So she must have been a teenager in Labyrinth still. So, and I think that's what it is. Is just I'm eternally going to connect her to Labyrinth. So seeing her in Labyrinth, like the Rocketeer. No, holy no, cow, I man! I don't think so. In the Rocketeer, that was pretty awesome. I haven't seen the Rocketeer in so long. She's great in it. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. But yeah, you know, if you can, if you can get a hold of it, I think, uh, I think Alita's a fun watch. Count me in. The special effects. The special effects are uh, the best way I can maybe think to describe it is everyone looks like a like an Applebee's wall of machine parts, <laughs> and s- that's an aesthetic that can be hard on the eyes, but it doesn't it doesn't become overpowering. I'm imagining the robot version of uh, Davy Jones's men in uh, the the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, where they all have like that is that is not <laughs> that that is honestly not that far off the mark. Ah. Uh, Jeff Fahey making an appearance. I did not know until today when I was looking over the cast that Jeff Fahey is the dog guy. Well, we'll leave that one for you. <laughs> He's the dog. Gonna guy. check it out. So, uh, well, I think it's time for us to wrap this puppy up. What do you think? I can be convinced to wrap it up, my man. You can be persuaded. I can. I can be talked I into can it. Be persuaded. That was like the Bellamy Brothers, I think. Was it? Yeah. So, who do you want to talk to for Magic Mike? Uh, well, you know, we made a, we made a little bit of fun of him earlier. I, I find that hard to believe. I was wondering if we could talk to the Buse. If we could abused by the Buse. The Buse? Gary Busey. Gary Busey? Yeah. When did we talk about Gary Busey? Well, he was... I think you got him confused with Nick Nolte. 
<laughs> Look, this is the confused episode. This is the we, we did it with white people, so I'm not racist. Look, honestly, honestly, is Gary Busey and Nick Nolte that far apart? Maybe they're like a meld of each other. Boy, I had. A, I, had I guess a, there's only one way to find out. This is going to be rough because I had a lot of Jake Busey questions. <laughs> have you Have you watched? Uh, have you still been watching Holy Moly? I haven't seen the most recent episode. I don't think so. Episode three. There's a there's an older older woman in it, and she looks like she <laughs> looks like Gary Busey. <laughs> wearing, what was her What was her a, thing? A, I I think the last one skirt. I watched where there was an old lady in it. Yeah, she she looks like Gary Busey. Does she? <laughs> yeah. I'm please, sure she's a very nice lady. <laughs> can we can we please talk to Nick Nolte? Nick Nolte slash Gary Busey. Hey, you know what? Roll the dice and we'll see who it is. It could be either. It could be both. I guess we'll find out. Maybe they're hanging out together and we can talk to them both. All right, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the magic words. Uh, strawberry shortcake. Oh, oh. Who who am I talking to? It is Nick Nolte. Okay. Hey, Nick Nick Nolte. Yeah. You've been watching Stranger Things. Yeah. Haven't you? you? What do you think of Gary Busey's kid in that? Gary Busey's kid. He's fine. I'm, I'm sorry, did I touch a nerve? No, 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 no. He's an old friend of mine. Yeah, old okay, friend good, good, of mine. Yep. You guys, yep. Uh, you know, you guys both known, little, little eclectic, little eccentric. Yeah, I, I heard a rumor that people confuse me, me and uh, old Gary Busey. Oh, never. Nick. You've never confused us. It's good, good to hear. You've been in a lot of good films, Nick. Yeah, uh, uh, forty-eight hours with, with Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you What have you been up to these days? I'm working on a Star Wars Star Wars show called The Mandalorian. Oh yeah, that's right. You are a part a part yeah, of it, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, my My role's secret. Uh, but you can see I play crazy space guy. Yeah, gee whiz, <laughs> I, I wonder, right? Uh, I, I'm playing Princess Leia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on, Nick. Surely you jest. So, uh, how you feel being but like, look, man, you've been you've been a part of it. Disney, Marvel, you've been a part of both, yeah, right? Yeah, I was in the Hulk. People don't know this, but I'm I'm playing uh, the voice of. Ogre in the Dark Crystal. <laughs> that stands to that stands to reason. Man. So, have you speaking of things that are speaking of things that get? Hang on, I gotta scratch oh. myself. Okay. All right, let me excuse me. Let me just uh, briefly. That's better. Okay. Uh, you know, hey, it gets to you sometimes, right? Do you, do you have a chicken bone I can comb my hair with? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. You Let's have see. one. Huh. You are prepared. You, you must know have been what? a Boy Scout. Hey, Scar taught us. You got to be prepared. Ah, oh, thank you. Is that better? Do I, I look more mean, professional? It's. I'm gonna tie it in my hair. It like sure I'm looks Captain like Nick Nolte hair. Oh, hey man, you got, Bam one, Bam. you got oh. one of the best mug shots in the business. Thank man. you, thank you. I really. We had to take like 17 uh, of them to get that one. Really? Well, I mean, it's. Yeah. Hey, look. It's worth. They, it's worth it. Apparently, they don't let you flip the bird in those pictures. <laughs> Are you feeling all right? Fine, best I've felt in years. Okay. Hey, so speaking of things that are being remade, have you have you caught that uh, 
Have you caught that Lethal Weapon TV show at all? No. They kicked the no. one guy off who was no. Riggs. No. I haven't seen it. I mean, you you having been in the original Lethal Weapon, I thought that... Uh, was I? Yeah. I was? Yeah, you were the bad guy in Lethal Weapon. I was the bad guy? Yeah. You're the main bad guy in Lethal Weapon. Well, I'll be damned. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> you don't remember that at all? You having a rough time? Oh, rough go of it? no. That must have been when I was really into Captain Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> now you're... Was that was that it was after those posts down and out in Beverly Hills? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. They made me that dog food, and I don't remember most of the '80s after that. Did you uh, did you see any? Have you seen any of the recent John Wick films? Ooh, those are really good. Yeah, I taught Keanu everything he knows. Yeah, I mean, you guys were in Point Break together. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Did you? Uh-huh. Do you feel like you, you know, do you feel like you learned anything from your time with him there? Well, here's here's some most people don't know he. He pretty much sucked the life out of me. What? That's why. That's why he still looks so young. Because uh, look at me and look at him. We're the same age. Seems People like don't a pretty know easy that. guy to get along with. Oh no! Like literally sucked the life out of me. Not Whoa. not figuratively. <laughs> I aged like forty years. Making are we, that are movie. we saying that Bram Stoker's Dracula movie was a documentary? Yeah, he was actually Dracula. That's oh, why he was goodness. in that movie. He was undercover. He was doing research. But that's why he still looks the same. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh... Hi. Hey, got you? Gary Busey's here. You want to talk to Gary Busey? Can I talk to Gary Busey? Just for a second. He doesn't have much to say these days. Hey, it's me, Gary <laughs> Busey. Hi, Gary Busey. Uh, who's this? This is I'm I'm Jake. Jake, my son, Jake Busey. No, Jake. no. Hey, you haven't called since Christmas. <laughs> How's it going? How are those grandkids of mine? You know, I'm a different Jake. They call me Scary Grandpa. <laughs> Uh, You're different, Jake. How are you, you related to Jake? Are we related? No. No. I, no. Okay. No. Okay. How are you feeling about your son's uh, current success in the stra- as the Stranger oh, Things villain? Stranger Things. That's a that's a great show. I'm a big fan. The Upside Down. That's how I spent the last half of my life. Boy, you've you've really had a rough go of it, haven't you? But I'm making it work for me. I do commercials for Amazon Fire Sticks. You ever seen those? No. Good, good stuff. Trust me. Trust me on that one. Trust the trust trust, dogs. <laughs> tr- trust the buse. Okay, the buse. The buse. I was wondering. Um, right. <laughs> so, uh, my friend Travis, yeah. who you are currently inhabiting, he's, oh. he was telling me the other day that he he's watched that new uh, that new comedians and cars coffee oh, whatever. Yeah, thing. yeah, I've heard about those. Your buddy uh, Martin Short was on. Martin Short, yeah, Martin Short was on it. Marty, you were in that. You were in Three Fugitives with him. Did you have a good time right. on that? Oh story? yeah, he was a great guy. Always funny. He he's the life of the party. He's always got a joke up his sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find yourself? Do you think of yourself as a bit of a comedian? Not so much. Not so much. People laugh at me a lot, though. As I guess I am. Straight laced, serious guy. Yeah. You do have more. Yeah. You do have more of a, a serious kind of uh, filmography. Yeah, I, I, I remember uh, that guy that died in the plane. That was me. That was uh, the Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly. You were in. You were in that kind of remake of Cape Fear with Robert De Niro. Yeah. Yeah, Not, that was me. Although Robert De Niro's kind of been, had a comedic rena- renaissance toward the end of his, like, getting older. That's true. Hey, there's a goose. Hey, boy, that is a goose. How the hell did that get in here? I gotta go. There's a, my goose is loose. Okay. <laughs> the goose is loose. Will you hold my juice? Gary, Gary, I cast you to the goose. Ooh, 
I told you he wouldn't talk for very long. Yeah, well, I mean, it was good to check it. Hang on a second. Okay. <coughs> oh, my God. <coughs> Got it. You feeling okay? Just fine. So, I was talking uh, about that uh, that Lethal Weapon remake. Right. That you right. Were, I remember you were being in, a, in it now. That cough. The original that cough. Weapon. In the phlegm. So when you, I tasted it, I remembered being in Lethal Weapon. You know, you had your time with Mel... How did you Good feel when Mel. you were in Predator 2 with uh with Danny Glover? With Danny Glover, boy. Oh, Danny Glover's I'm working great. Hard here. Danny Glover's got the best exasperated look in Hollywood. You think so? Yeah. He isn't exasperated. Who does it better than him? The dude has been too old for this shit for his entire Exactly. So, Who who's better at looking one. like I can't believe this is happening right now. So prognosticate for me, Nick. What does the future hold for I haven't health? had my prostate checked in years. Uh, you should probably get on that, a guy your age. You know, yeah, nobody, I mean, they checked it once and it was fine. Nobody likes it, but you gotta... <laughs> Why do you, you think I don't age. like it? <laughs> I've just been busy. Well, okay, you must be very busy then. So, what do you think of future future? Like, you're gonna, you're gonna do this big project with Disney. What That's right. What does the future right. future hold? For my future future? Yeah. Whoa, I haven't looked at it. Are you a fortune teller? No, no I'm asking Let you. me look at your palm in so your, I can see my future. Here, That's how it works, out. right? What do, you, what do you see in my palm? Ooh, some lines. I think that one that one goes across the other one. I think that's good. That's good news. That's train tracks. I see train tracks. I'm going to be a conductor. You are going to be in the remake <laughs> of, of uh, Under Siege 2 Dark Territory. That's right. I'm going to be <laughs> Steven Chagall. Get over here, I'm gonna kick you. Do you think you and Seagal could get along? No, Seagal's a moron. Everybody knows that. I hear he's a bit prickly on set. Is, a, is that a goose? Why do you have goose in here? Uh, I don't know, man. I think Gary brought it with him. I gotta go help Gary catch his right. goose. Nick, it's been a pleasure. I cast you to the goose. I'm back. Boy, he did not go lightly. No, I think he just got stuck. I felt something in my throat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he was—he was, he was oh, just man. crawling. He was you got crawling. A case of the Nolties now. Yeah, rough. Whew. So Trav, Jake, Trav, tell us tell us where you're gonna be. You got anything coming up? Uh, I mean, I'm always at at Wise Guys Comedy Club. Uh, I'm looking to go back to LA beginning of September. That'll be that'll be yeah. fun. Okay, cool. Uh, nothing too huge on the docket right now. Though. You just finished uh, Wizarding Days. Yeah, I finished Wizarding Days. That was a lot of fun. Uh, thanks to everybody I met there. They were they were very very nice. Uh, everybody that was there was working hard. A little disappointed that half of the panelists didn't show up. Shame on you. Shame. 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 But everybody that was there was great. Jake Dietz was there. That was I was on like I don't know five panels. Oh, with you him. ran you ran into the uh, into Days and Dietz alternate Jake. Yeah, yeah, alternate Jake. <laughs> but yeah, we did That's a bunch cool. of panels together. So it was it was uh, cool to hang out with him. I, and I, Aaron, I'd Aaron like you Yeager, to travel to who, the past and give him my best regards. I guess Aaron Yeager kind of was the head man on everything and put it all together and did a really good job. So thank you for inviting me. Well, thank, thank you for me too. And shame on those people that didn't make it. Shame. Shame. Shame your house. Leaving people hanging. Uh, well, I got to work on my toes as moderator when I wasn't supposed to be moderator. So that was, 
Yeah, nice toes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a good thing for a comic to be able to go with the flow. So. Oh, good on you, man. <clears throat> I did. So, I did uh, do a casting. Uh, we were talking about uh, Tom Bombadil in the new Amazon <laughs> series. Did you throw out my idea? I don't remember your. What was your idea? It's Dom DeLuise. Oh no! I, yeah, I do remember that now. No, I cast Polly Shore. That way, people will never bring it up again. <laughs> hey, buddy, I'm Tom Bombadillo. Running through the forest. Hey, hey, hey. Excellent casting. Weasel. I forgot how we were trying to say it was like Dom Bombadillois. Dom Bombadillois, yeah. Something like that. Anyways, how could I forget that? Yeah, boy. <clears throat> if you'd like to contact us about your casting ideas... Later to the tater at gmail.com is the only way that you can tell us what your casting ideas are. Well, that is definitely a way, but you can also contact us through social media as well. Oh, yeah, at Travis Tate Funny on Instagram and also Twitter, or just Travis Tate uh, on Facebook. I, I do have a Travis Tate Funny on there too, so you can follow me on that. Well, you if are, you so you are too. a social magistrate. Yes, I'm on. I'm on stuff. Jake underscore doll on Twitter. Find me if you dare. If, so. you, if you're uh, outside of Utah or even in Utah, email comedy clubs and say, hey, I really want to see this guy here. That's, uh, how, that's how it works. If you are any damn where and you're listening to this and you've enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast. Give us, a few, give us those stars. We love them five stars. Write us a one-sentence review. That's how we become visible to more people, and we just would love the idea of uh, getting out there. Let's get out there. You know what, Trav? Blue Wave Theory does our music. Oh, yeah, they we do, thank don't them they? For the usage yeah. Is, uh, they're just some super awesome people. <laughs> person? Something. Anyways. It could be a group of people. It could be one person. Yeah. It could be a computer. I don't know. So, that guess having, we'll never know. Having said, Trav, what you got if? anything more for us, my bud? No, I think that's it. Well, then, four buds everywhere. This has been Late to the Party with Travis Tate. I'm Jake. And I'm Travis Tate. And better Tate than never.